0: Elise is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it! There it is! It's another! And it's Mubble Rodriguez again, scoring goals left and right. Elise with the assist. And take number two. I sat down and I started recording about two minutes of content and I just out loud said, that's a shitty fucking recording. Well hey guys. Fucking it's almost Christmas or holidays. Happy Christmas Whatever else we can roll into there for everybody. Our country is crazy, right? All the shit we can talk about. You can talk about whatever here. Freedom of speech. Fucking people died for it. We are we fight a war on Christmas amongst ourselves. That's, that's how little we have to worry about here in America. No, no, no. We don't have to worry about fucking getting our water, getting our food, most of us. But we're going to worry about somebody saying happy holidays. I said it. I said happy holidays to someone I thought was a happy holiday-er. And I was fucking wrong. They looked at me and they said, I didn't take you for a happy holiday, person. And I said, well, you know what? Fucking Surprise. Learn something new every day, don't you? Yeah, we have so much free time. It's like people sit around here and think, hmm, what can I get mad about? What what could I possibly find to get upset about right now as I sit on my leather sofa browsing Netflix, checking Facebook while my kids destroy the house? But it's fine because my maid from El Salvador is going to clean it up and do my laundry. I wish I had a maid from anywhere, honestly. Maybe... I don't know. Maybe a pale Russian one. That'd be nice. Yeah. So in other news, hi, fucking coronavirus is still here. Omicron, cron, cron. I'm getting on a plane in like 12 hours and I called ahead to, to Denver and it's fucking, it's, it's rob a train. It's mask city. Everybody's going to be running to rob a bank. Dude. I, mm, fuck. Do you, do you. Okay. Here we go. Some of you need to go get a vaccine because now you're being selfish and you're ruining my vacation. Do you think I want to go wear a mask everywhere? I don't. Do you think I want to get stabbed in the arm three times over the course of eight months? Not in particular, but guess what? If somebody with like a bunch of degrees that's done my job, that's done their job longer than I've been alive says, hey, you should go get, you should go get your vaccine. Then I'm going to get it. I mean, I got other ones. They didn't fucking ruin me. Bro. Fucking Merry Christmas. Yeah, so other thing I've seen. Supply chain issues. You guys are like, where's the dynamo? It's coming, I I promise. It's coming. It's on the way. Hang in there. We're going to fucking get to it. These supply chain issues. Yo, I see less stuff. I don't see no stuff. And again... Our first world problems are so, so few that it's like people are fucking uh, threatening the lives of government officials because they don't think their kid's presents will get here in time. You know what? Drive your fucking ass to the store. Then you don't got to worry about all those people that touch it and transport it in the middle. Get off your fucking couch. I did it. I went shopping at 7am twice in a row, two days in a row, knocked out all my Christmas stuff. That shit is wrapped. Most of it. It's under the tree, and we are ready to celebrate Christmas here. I got Nerf guns if anybody wants to join in the war on Christmas. But yeah, man, these fucking first world problems brings me to my final non-Dynamo, Dynamo-ish point. Hey, Reddit. Reddit is a cesspool of negativity. It's like, you know, Reddit is like something out of a crackhead's dreams, man. Hey guys, I won the lottery and then someone will fucking put you down like, yeah, but your wife cheated on you or something. It's always something negative and they always want to argue. Have you noticed these people? They're not just, they're not just only on Reddit. They're, they're in a lot of places in social media. They just want to argue with every single thing you say. Why? Why can't we just have a different opinion? why do I have to be wrong? For instance, I called Maxi Aruti a mercenary. He fucking is. And a dude was like, oh, well, you know, mercenary is a negative connotation. Guys, everyone, hey, the word means it in the way I meant it. And what I meant it is that he's a dude that will do his job for money wherever. He doesn't give a fuck. I think that's kind of like the... That's what we all are, right? Except we care. Like, most of us care where we go. We all care where we go. That's why Fafa's in Miami salsa dancing in his living room with matching slippers. Saw that. Peep it on Instagram. Yeah. um, Maxi Arruda goes to Austin FC. And I stated he's a mercenary. And then some people were like, nah, or obviously... Well, if it's obvious, did you have to say obvious? Obviously not. So yeah, and Maxi's gone. Fuck him. That's that. That just dude. I posted like someone find me a guy that's played for San Jose in both LAs, and I I realize it hasn't been done yet. But Maxi's done it. Like he had uh, not one at the first chance he did first chance he had to get it he did it. He went and he's like I played for Dallas. Fucking Houston and Austin, and I know he's played in Portland, so now he's got to go to Seattle. He's got to knock all these little rivalries off of his to-do list. (laughs) Maxie puts his (laughs) puts his hair up, and on his fridge it says to-do list, but it's like written in crayon. And number one is like score goals. Number two is like fix hair. Number three is join teams that have rivalries. I don't know. So, okay, now that I've bitched about Reddit, <clears throat> the war on Christmas, fucking selfish people screwing up my vacation, and our lack of Charmin Ultra, let's talk about Darwin Quintero resigning, which I'm extremely happy happy about. He's still one of the best creative players in MLS. Go look at his stat line. Go look at his stat line and tell me that I'm wrong. He is. Did he play awful in a substitute role? Yes. Did he change the the entire dynamic of our team when he got on the pitch? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, he did. It, it was not even the same team. Bringing him back for less money? That's a no-brainer. I, I even said I would have taken Aruti back for less money because we don't have a striker now. We sold Ari Lasseter... We'll touch on him in a second. Somehow we got money for Ari Lasseter and Corey Baird tore his ACL at the end of last season. Oh, and by the way, we sold Christian Ramirez uh, before we even had a real striker to back up Maxi. So now maxi has gone. So now we have no striker. So this has got to be a big, big target for Pat Onstead. Uh, Jaime Lozano, I'm guessing that's who it is. Ooh, surprise, surprise. Oh, Yo, you won't know yet. I'm not gonna tell you. Jaime Lozano and uh, Ted Siegel. The number nine has to be there. Oh God, it's it's gotta be a huge, huge spot. It's gotta be massive, along with right back, because we've covered center back with Stares, but we still need uh, we still need a right back, show. Sure. We still need a number nine. <clears throat> we still need another creator, and I think we need another wing. We knocked the goalie out. We're going to talk about him real shortly. So yes, the scientist of goals is back, which means that every time you watch Dynamo matches and he plays, you will get to hear Glenn Davis refer to him as the scientist of goals. Glenn makes it a point to use that nickname. I don't know if he gets like a, you know, like a royalty for saying it, like if him and Quintero have something lined up, but Glenn loves it. The scientist of goals. Yes, he is a fucking gold scientist and I'm glad he's back and I'm glad he's in an orange. And you know what I'm really glad about even more than any of that is that he wanted to stay. He likes it here. Are you kidding me? He likes it here. Do you know how big that is? I- I've only lived in Texas for 14 years. I don't like it here. Hey, fucking leave then, you goddamn Yankee. My kids are here, man. I'm... I'm you want me to be a deadbeat dad, Cletus? Hey, no, nah, you should have her when you got her pregnant. I did. Look how that worked out. Yeah, no, I'm not a huge fan of Texas. I hate the fucking heat. I hate that there's so many animals that can kill me. And I don't like your Italian food. Your pizza's garbage. There. Texas has the shittiest pizza. Not the shittiest. They have some of the shittiest pizza I've ever had. Really, once you get out of the tri-state area, New Jersey, Philly, New York, it all goes to hell anyway. It's a a precipitous drop. That means a big one. Uh, You have great barbecue and Mexican food. You get all the food that'll make me fat, you freaking nail. Ooh, your Chinese food? Mm Mm-mm. Got you beat, too. So Darwin Quintero likes it here. Right, you see how we did that? How my ADD just fucking grabbed us and pulled us one way. Next thing you know, we're talking about pizza, Italian food, and fat people eating Mexican food. Now we're right back to Darwin Quintero. It's amazing how that happens. So he's re-signed. I'm happy. There's a, there's a couple guys that really I, I think we've done pretty well letting go and getting rid of who we needed to get rid of. Seren obviously was a head scratcher from before, which we've addressed. But I, I think he's a good leader. And I think he he can play multiple roles in that midfield. I do. So Quintero, back. Yay. High five. Great success. Good. Okay. Jaime Lozano. I hope I'm saying that right and it's not Jamie. I hope I didn't fucking gringo it up. Jaime Lozano. He won a bronze medal coaching the Mexican men's team. He had one unsuccessful season at Kirataro. Qu- Corrado. Fucking these names. Quar- Q-U-E-R-A-T-A-R-O. There, Quarataro. If you look at his stats while he was there, he still averaged more points per game than Tab Ramos. A lot of people are unimpressed. A lot of people are happy. Then there's some that are just like, whatever, this is the same team. So we, we wanted a coach that's better than Tab. We got a coach that is better than Tab. Jaime Lozano has won Olympic medals, medal, singular, and he had experience coaching in what you could say is the best league in this hemisphere. You could say that about Liga MX, Liga MX, as my Habla Espanol amigos say. But again, we have some people that are just, they're mad about it. Who else is there? Somebody posted, get Nuno Espirito. Fuck that. No way. I got to watch him for like a month and a half. I think he's a nice fellow. His football was the most bland football I've ever fucking seen. And I've watched indoor girls C team futsal. It was actually, was actually quite entertaining. Yeah, he's, he's better than Tab. He's what we asked for. Show me a coach, which we it's not official, right? His name's been floated around for a while, but then the names we wanted, the names, I wanted Lucci Gonzalez. You know, I hired Lucci in, in, in my football manager league. He, he's my assistant coach. I fired Amid Nazami, and I hired Lucci Gonzalez after I won the MLS Cup in my first season running Houston, Bitches. I abandoned the three-five-two. I went to the 4-2-3-1. 3-5-2 wasn't working. Wasn't working, man. We were getting annihilated. Couldn't hold possession. The shot totals, it was like they'd have 20 shots. I'd have four. 4-2-3-1. Butter. Butter, butter, butter. So I'm okay with Lozano. I'm totally fine with Jaime Lozano coming here. Why? Why, you ask? He's got ties to Mexico. Oh, man. i I'm telling you the Mexican players that come out of Mexico, they're still better than the Americans overall, overall, as a whole, they're better than us. They still are. Even though our men's team has beaten their men's team as a whole, Mexico is still better than us at soccer. Will that change? Yeah, it will. Because we have kids here that are moving into soccer that are seeing the dangers of American football, which is fucking dangerous. I played it for 12 years. wonder why I'm so messed up. They're seeing the dangers of this and they're they're pushing their kids into something that keeps them active and they don't get concussions as much. Yeah, you get a concussion in soccer, but not like football, especially if you're a lineman. Every single play, your head is hitting something. Every single play. Yeah, that can't be. It took us a hundred plus years. To say, hey, you know what guys, getting hit in the head a bunch is bad for your brain. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. It took us as a country as a scientific juggernaut like a hundred years to figure that out when Will Smith did it in that movie, right? <laughs> Will Smith played the doctor. I don't know the real guy's name. I know fucking Will Smith played him why don't you know who real, why don't you know the real guy's name because I'm a dumbass American. I only know what I see in the movies or <laughs> what I what read on the Facebook. So, I mean, you, ugh, man, the negativity that's out there. I know we've been shit for a while. I know we haven't really won anything since 2018 and we haven't been good since 2017. And that was a one, a one hit wonder year. Jaime Lozano, if he fits what Pat wants, trust the process. Pat's going to do Pat on things. No, this is, t- this is taking too long. I wish this had been wrapped up earlier, but the process is going to be what the process is. So moving on, moving on from Jaime Lozano, the Quintero resigning, let's talk about one bad-looking dude. Steve Clark, our new goalkeeper for our club, for our one and only club, Houston Dynamo FC. Stephen Thomas Clark, born April 14th, 1986. Number one, he's all tatted up. This fucking dude, this dude, look, like I I would take this guy into a bar fight in a heartbeat. This guy looks like he will punch you in, he kind of looks like Jared Bowen of West Ham a little bit, right? Fucking you guys are out of the Carabao Cup because the mighty, mighty hotspur rolled all over you. He looks like Jared Bowen. Not Wade Bowen, you, country, redneck people. Jared Bowen from West Ham. He's an older guy, 6'1", so he's not huge, but he has pedigree. He has success. A lot of people, again, unimpressed, not happy. What's this guy supposed to do? Hey, he just, he was the starting goalkeeper for the team that just lost the championship. Oh, by the way, he's been on two championship contending teams, right? Columbus crew and Portland Timbers. And he, did he play with Rooney? He might've played with, no, no, no. Anyway. So let's go back. Let's go back. Stephen Clark played soccer for Oakland university from 2005 to 2008. 2006 he won the job and they won back to back NCAA tournament appearances. He won the Summit League's Defensive Player of the Year in 2008 and was the all Midwest regional first team. He went to the U.S. Premier Development League, Michigan Bucks. Don't confuse them with the Milwaukee Bucks. I think that's the Flint Bucks in football manager. In his first year there, the Michigan Bucks win the league championship. He's also named MVP. The next season, They lose in the finals in penalties. Oh, no. However, he wins two championships while he's there. He even helped them make three straight U.S. Open Cup appearances. So 75 appearances over four years in Michigan. After this, college and the Premier Development League, he does not get picked in the MLS Super Draft. He goes on a trial with RSL and some other clubs, but nobody signs him. Eventually, he lands with USL1 club Charleston Battery. 2009, he's offered a trial by Bradford City in the United Kingdom. He does not get a UK work permit, but he went. Steve Clark was playing with the team in England. So he decided to go to try Norway, Norwegian. Stabæk and Honfos, which is where he lands. He lands at Honfos BK. I am saying that wrong. I know I am. And he beats out their longtime starter, Thomas Solvoll. It says here, and this is crazy, that Clark ran a 4.5140 and had a vertical leap of 33 inches. Those are NFL numbers. Those are NFL numbers. At his size, that's safety. He's a safety. He's a corner. Maybe an outside linebacker if you beef him up. But man... That's fucking impressive. This guy's an athlete. Maybe that's why he's 36 and was just on a team that lost in the MLS final. So while he's at Honfoss BK, they get promoted and they have the fewest goals against in the 2011 season. He stays there until 2013. He's named the best 11 of 2012 and he wins the BK player of the year from his team and supporters player of the year. That year... He ends up with Seattle. Seattle take him in the draft, but the Columbus crew do a sign-and-trade, which I think is bullshit, and they get a, a fourth-round selection, and Clark gets to go to Columbus. So he earns the, stop, uh, the starting keeper job very quickly. He plays all 34 league matches in 2014, and he is the Defender of the Year. Uh, in 2016, his contract is declined because of his role, in their defeat in the cup. So I guess they were unhappy. I would have to research that more. Clark goes and signs a six-month deal in the Danish Superliga. He starts 17 matches in 2017. This guy's been all over the fucking place. After uh, Denmark, he goes to DC United. He gets his first shutout on September 23rd, 2017. Eight appearances, 29 saves. 2018, he's signed by the Timbers. Uh, woo, woo. He makes the save of the tournament against Chicharito in the MLS's back tournament, and you know he signs with us, right? You're like, well, fucking, he just jumped over stuff. So in total, Michigan Bucks, fifty one appearances. Hjelmes uh, in the God, what league is that? Uh, Norwegian league. He makes ninety four appearances. Columbus Crew, he makes hundred appearances. Norway 11 appearances, DC 8, Portland 52. Look, man. He's been a regular starter since 2019. 17, 18 and 17 and 18 it was a little little off, right? Before that, he was 30 games, 30 games, 30 games, 34, 34, 32. People were like, "We should have let Michael Nelson do it." If you're looking at letting Michael Nelson be our starting goalkeeper, you have to go go download FootMob. And look up the stat average rating. You will see that Steve Clark is a half point. That's right, 0.5, half of an entire point. He is literally like 10%, wait, 5%. He is 5% better than Michael Nelson, according to FootMob. And however, these, you know, fucking, I don't know. Yeah, 5% better, roughly, something like that. Yeah. He's got almost a 6.8 rating. Nelson was a 6.2. Marriage was a 6.2. I saw somebody posted marriage did some incredible things or somebody posted like marriage was good. We should have kept him. No, we shouldn't have. Not for half a million dollars a year in an international spot. You pay Michael Nelson $80, let goals in. And I don't think he kicked one off anybody. So we got Steve Clark. We got probably Jaime Lozano. We sold Ari Lasseter. You know, the son of the guy that scores goals. I think his name was Roy, Roy Lasseter. So Ari's gone. How did we get anything for him? And we lost 200 grand because we spent 300 on him. We sold him for a hundred, if I'm not mistaken. How the fuck did we spend $300,000 on him? Who was, who was checking Matt Jordan's move? How was that 300 K? That's six Tyler Pashers. I always I love doing that, I love doing that. Every time someone does a number out there, they're like, Giovanni dos Santos, and I'm like, that's twenty Tyler Pashers. I'm not mad dos Santos is gone, I, and, I, and I'm, I'm happy Lassiter's gone. Get him out. We, what was his best attribute? He never knew what color his hair was gonna be. And you knew if he shot, somebody was getting a souvenir. A rough stint for Ari after it looked so promising with a brace in his debut. Man, that first day, we were like, "Man, three hundred thousand dollars is a steal." We got the we got Lionel Messi, the what is he, Costa Rican, the Costa Rican Messi. No, we don't. He's gone. Inter Miami paid money for him. That shows you how fucking bad it is at Inter Miami. Who was the other one we wanted to talk about? We talked about Maxi, we talked about Ari. Talked about Quintero re-signing. We talked about probably Jaime Lozano. We talked about Steve Clark. Now let's talk about what happens next. Hey guys, in twelve hours I'll be arriving at George Bush Intercontinental Airport, fucking bound for Denver. Four days, four days of relaxation in the Rocky Mountains. Featuring marijuana, strangers, literary novels. I, I couldn't think of a last one. It's going to be fun. It's going to be great. Um, I'd say I wish you could come with me, but I don't know if we'd all get along in real life. Plus, some of you probably, I don't know, have real jobs and get drug tested. Not me. You know? Nobody drug tests doctors over here. So, this is the... Hey, here's some news. Christmas edition. Gotta do one before I go on vacation podcast. Guys, be positive. Like for real. We are one of a few clubs that has multiple championships. Stop finding a reason to bitch. Stop finding a reason to complain. If you're feeling bad about yourself, like I, in the past when I felt bad about myself, I'd wait till, I don't know, 11 or 12 o'clock at night and I'd go to the local Walmart. And I'd walk around just to recover some dignity, some self-respect. You don't even got to do that here anymore. You just got to go on Reddit. You just go on Reddit and you're going to see all the shit you could possibly want to see. And then you'll feel better about yourself. And that's it. So, like, share, rate, review. Apparently you can rate us on Spotify now. And as always, you know the drill, it's five stars or fuck off. That's it's a fair, fair request. So far nobody's been a dick. Just dropped the one. I know some people don't like the show. It's fine. It's not for everybody. I like it that way. Those of you that do like the show, I love you. You are the fucking best. You uh you keep me you keep me grounded sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Like I got to do a podcast. Can't do this cocaine right now. So, I don't know how many times you probably have saved me from getting shot in a Colombian drug deal gone bad why does it gotta be a Colombian drug deal fuck maybe that's why I don't like Darwin Quintero oh no I love Quintero aha uh-huh. if you made it this long I'm sure you'll message me on Instagram Um. anyway guys have a great fucking holiday happy Chris McQuanzica whatever you celebrate or don't celebrate my Jehovah's witnesses fucking you guys don't celebrate as hard as you want like for real do your thing or don't do your thing everybody have a fucking amazing Christmas. Remember that's the one day where we're supposed to put all our family shit aside and have a good day. I'm going to be totally alone. So I don't got to put shit aside. So I'm a hypocrite and enjoy the time with your families and your kids. My tree, I just finished wrapping my presents tonight. And I always look at my pile and I go, should have got more. I feel like a shit dad. I know I did fine. Like, I know I got plenty of gifts. My kids are going to have a good Christmas. But I feel like a shitty parent. Just looking at the pile, there's no, like, there's there's never a big gift. <clears throat> I have an apartment. I'm a single dad with four kids. Yeah. Why well, I got four kids? Pull out, math- nah, never mind. I don't pull out. Obviously. I always feel like a shit dad looking at the pile. And I'm always worried that their Christmas is not going to be as magical as I want it to be. But in reality... I think it's magical no matter what unless you really are a shitty parent like you don't buy your kids anything at all because you spent your money on drugs and alcohol and nobody like that listens to this show because they're too busy taking drugs and drinking alcohol right speaking of which uh, i do need to sign off and get get going on that one too so boys and girls Houston was podcast i am finister. this was season two episode three the christmas edition have a safe holiday. Happy Merry Christmas Quanzica. And as always, Go Dynamo! Albert Deleese is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it! There it is! It's another! And it's Bumble Rodriguez again! Scoring goals left and right. Elise with the assist. Big shout out to my favorite band, Familiar With Failure, for the introductory music. You can find them at FWFTX on all social media platforms. Once again, that's Familiar With Failure. Check them out. Badass band. Cool ass people.